What is up, music junkies? Sorry you missed us last week. We've been going through some stuff with, uh, with life in general, so we just wanted to formally apologize. But we're bringing you a brand new, awesome episode with Andres. I can't say his last name. <laughs> You're too white. <laughs> I think he just goes by Andres. He's a... Uh, I don't even know what to classify him. Um, Salvadorian, uh, he said, and uh, no, but like the genre, bro. Oh, the job. Come on. <laughs> uh, so he's a little bit of everything. I mean, he started in a rock band, but he sings a little bit of rap, rock, pop, pretty much everything. It's well versed artist. So you know, stay tuned for that interview. Um, awesome guy, you'll love it. Um, so how you been? I've been good, man. I just made my move from California to Arizona. Still getting settled in. Still oh, that's horrible. Work. Dude, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to find work right now, and I can't. You know, this is. <laughs> dude, how hot is it right now? Um. Okay, so I don't know how hot it really is, but my car said it was 118 degrees. So right now, um, let's see. I can probably find it on. Yuma. 111 111 yeah basically basically 111 degrees it's like uh sacramento sometimes it gets hella hot over there too not like yuma not nothing's like yuma dude that's like the driest heat like you go out there you go outside and you choke because your mouth gets so dry your throat just closes up and it's just horrible you get in your car and literally like every part of your body is sweating. Go to grab your seatbelt and burn your fucking oh hand. My God. Get yourself blisters. I don't know if you can see it. Probably not. But I, oh grab, yeah, you can kind of see. Grab the steering wheel and you're fucking. Oh my God! It just sizzles. There was this uh, girl down in my hometown um, that put cookies out on her windshield to bake, and they actually baked. She was able to eat them. Doesn't they surprise actually, me. Oh my God! It was crazy. You know. <laughs> I have a thing of pomade in my car. Oh, Hannah, did it melt? I went to look at it. It's like liquid, bro. It's water, yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's water. But you know what, you know what sucks, though? It's because you're going to bring it back inside, and it's going to cool off, and it's going to harden, but it's never going to be the same. It's never. Mm -hmm. And I've done that with pretty much my pomade. I've done it with my paste, the texture cream, and all that. And it'll never be the same. So it's like fucking money thrown down the drain. Exactly. Well, I mean, I got it for free, so. Yeah, fuck it. But, so, how have you been, bro? What's new with you? Nothing, dude. Just working on life. You know, working at my nine to five job that I want to fucking get out of. I want to make this, you know, my full time fucking career. Um, working on music, you know, a little bit here and there. And just living, man. My birthday's coming up. Damn, you're getting old, man. You're older than me, bruh. Fucking old man and shit. I'm gonna be 27. 27, dude. Fuck. I. It sucks. Yeah. I expected, you know, when too. when we were in a band, I expected my life to be completely different. I expected us to be touring right now, you know, with five albums out already. Just, you know, completely you know, famous. <laughs> that didn't happen. 
It's okay. I think uh, I think we needed certain things to happen in our lives to get us to where we're at. Because I mean, we we wouldn't be doing those podcasts today if we weren't where we're at. So I think this is a good start for us and everyone that likes to support us and listen to us talk about bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. I mean. The interviews aren't bullshit, but us right here is bullshit. <laughs> Half of what I say is bullshit. Everything you say is bullshit. But, you know, I want to I want to kind of start off um, with our news, but I want to talk about the artists we've had, you know, on the show. Um, there's a father has a few songs, new songs out um, that you need to check out. Dude, He's been cranking it out like crazy lately, yeah. too. Yeah, he's so on hard. and roll. Um, John Da Vinci is releasing his music video for the sequel, um, and he still has everyone in suspense. So he's just like kind of teasing everyone. There's King Blitz. King Blitz has like four songs out, but since we've had him on the show, he has like maybe six songs out, and he's working on an album with Ek Elijah. Um, so that's coming out soon. Um, he's releasing a new music video that he made himself as soon as one of his posts gets 300 likes or comments. Um, so if you follow him, go like a shit. Yeah, go like him. Make him bring yeah. that shit out. Um, Larissa released a song. Larissa Santiago released a song with um, Troy. And I blank on his last name, but it's, you know, it's a feature called Waves. Check that out. Oh yeah, um, she said she's gonna be doing that. Yeah, there's uh, Tara has a has a song out that she did with another rapper as well. I blank on the name. Um, let's see, Everest is releasing a music video for Identity. Um, was one of the newest singles that came out. I would say a month and a half ago. Um, really good song. I can't wait for the video. Then there's let's see, let's see if I can remember. I'm trying to remember everything off the top of my head. Uh, Tribal Seeds has nothing new. The B Foundation still has, you know, we already talked about this, but they released that 20 plus song or, yeah, 20 plus song album. Um, who else have we had on the show? Fool. Fool is working on a new album. Um, they've been posting on the Instagram stories, you know, their writing process and all that. And they've been playing a lot of, um, shows, you know, outdoors and stuff like that and for you know tv and stuff pretty cool i wonder how raptors are doing raptors has had that new song out called the devil something the devil something <laughs> the devil something something like that i blank but yeah so who else i don't know <laughs> yeah so Everyone that we've had on has been releasing a lot of stuff recently. Yes. I think it's freaking awesome. You know, it's they should keep doing what they're doing, and they obviously are. I want to find some more people that are just avid about the music like that. Yeah, that's you know, that's what we look for. We want to find people that are trying to fucking make something out of themselves, and you know, doing this as a career. And you know, that's why we want to have him on the show. Like Andres, he's been grinding since he was fairly young in high school and he's you know releasing some good music i'm fucking obsessed with one of his songs 
So is it Spanish mommy? Spanish mommy, man. Oh my god, I can't stop listening to it. My girl's tired of it. My niece is tired of it because I'm bumping it every five minutes. Every five minutes, <laughs> it's just so Drogas good. Y pistolas. Yeah, yeah. Um, Black Bear came out with a new album, a six-track album. So I would say it's an LP um, mm -hmm. called "Everything Means Nothing." And it was number one pop album of the world for a few days. For a few days? Yeah, for a few days. That just goes to show how fast things change in the music world. Well, it's for crazy. Instance, well, if you if you listen to, uh, you know, Black Bear's old music, and Black Bear was never pop. He was R&B. And now he's, you know, transitioning more into the pop scene. It kind of goes to show how good of an artist you have to be to be able to flip a switch and now you're number one pop artist in the world. Well, it's like Juice World too. You know, um, the late artist Possumus Project hit number one on the Billboard 200, so... He passed away last there. year, I think. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, his legend hasn't died yet. He's still extremely prevalent in the world. Yeah. I mean, he made good music. He was well-known. Um, 21 years old, bro. Fucking nuts. 21 fucking years old. Damn, we are so far behind. Well, I don't want to be where he is now. Oh, God, no. Six feet? Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry. Well, shit. We're all six feet apart. Fucking social distancing. Oh, my God. You can't compare that to six feet underground, bro. Come no, on. I'll probably catch some flack for that, but it's all good. It's all in playful jest. Yeah. But I do have some some news. Um, unfortunately, if you guys ever heard of Fleetwood Mac, uh, Peter Green, he's one of the co-founders. He died at 73 years old. So he founded Fleetwood Mac with the drummer Mick Fleetwood in 1967. So he retreated from the spotlight when he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, but he, he came back at the end of the decade on like a low-key solo career, and then he, was, uh, he, he reignited all that with Mick, the guy that he started it with, on the drummer's solo album, The Visitor. So that's kind of nice if you want to see what he's all about. I love Fleetwood Mac. I, I always have. You know, they're good rock. Um, Taylor Swift. He's coming out with uh, Folklore. What? It's uh, an album, Folklore. Who? Taylor Swift. It's pop. Yeah, but you said he? Yeah, he. Do you not know who Taylor Swift is? I know who Taylor Swift is. Teardrops on her guitar. So, she. She. <laughs> she. She's coming out with what? An album. Okay. Folklore. Soon. Okay. I'm not going to so, tell you. Are you going to cry in your room with it blasting, you know, in the middle of the night? If I had a guitar for the teardrops to fall upon, I probably <laughs> would. <laughs> Taylor Swift, oh my god, dude. She is a trip. She's written a song about every ex-boyfriend she's ever had. Yeah, she's got a blank space too, man. So if you wanted to write your name, give her a shout. All right, I'm done with these fucking puns. This is awful. Okay, anyways. No Swift. Beyonce. Black is king. You hear about that yet? Yeah, we talked right? about it two episodes ago, three episodes ago. It's getting closer to the release date, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Excited. Yeah. That's about all I got, really. There's not much aside from people. So, 10 years ago, 
what two days ago 10 years two days ago 10 years two days ago one direction came to be i know they're your favorite artist ever they broke up so they broke up what five years ago maybe um and every one of them you know started making music and zane i actually listen to zane zane is amazing so he makes like super sensual r&b type music it's pretty good and then you listen to like harry styles and harry styles is making his new song is called watermelon sugar high you know not a big fan the chorus is not sung well in my opinion and not my cup of tea but zane i like his music I actually like his music i don't know about anyone else in one direction i don't really listen to them um, yeah i'm not a big fan of one direction either but have you ever gotten one <laughs> no comment you plead the fifth uh so go radio um you know rock band back in the day they broke up and they came back like nine years later you know and they came out with an album what last year so they released a new song um called so love kind of their meaning behind it is to help people get through these crazy times it's like a ballad acoustic piano type you know song Mm-hmm. it's pretty deep if you listen to it it's pretty deep it's slow and mellow and you know it kind of kind of gets you in a or gets you thinking of a better time you know so they want to like they said they want to help people get through you know what we're going through during this pandemic during during the black lives matter movement you know all this crazy shit that's going on in the world that we have like no control over you know what I mean? So kind of like being quarantined in a mansion in Thailand and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm struggling, huh? Struggling. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Um, if you like sports, I know you're excited because baseball season is back, and my Braves just beat the Mets in the series, and they're coming back today to play with Rays. And today, I mean Monday. Yeah. Today's actually today. Woo! Yeah. Holy cow! Wait, this is going to be ass backwards for them because... No, 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 I think they'll be fine. It'll be good. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So um, stay tuned for the interview with Andres. Um, Awesome singer. You'll love it. Be safe. Peace. So, you know... Dress, thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. You know, first yeah. of all, I want to kind of get to know, you know, how, how you got into the music, uh, you know. Uh, like the music scene or? The, everything, you know, how you started playing music, making music, listening to music. Yeah, I uh, I grew up playing uh, the violin and the bass and orchestra. So, uh, and then I also did jazz band. But uh, basically I started playing guitar um, I, I had to ask my mom, I was like, hey, can I start playing guitar? And she was like, uh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> and uh, she actually made me save up my own money to buy my first guitar. But I bought like a $100 guitar like at a Sam's Club. 
you know, like one of those like starter guitars. Yeah, yeah. The beginners. So I, saved up, I saved up like a few months of report card money and uh, yeah, I bought my first guitar like that and uh, just wanted to be like, you know, my favorite bands like My Chem and Blink and Taking Back Sunday and stuff like that. So, yeah. And when you started in a band, right? You were. You were in a band that? before you started, you know, your own, your own solo thing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I started a band when I was like, uh, probably like 14 or something with my friends and it was called Terra Live. And I had that throughout like high school and I, I would just have always, always have like new members in the band and then I kept doing it and I was really trying to pursue that, uh, whole band thing, uh, after high school. And it just kind of wasn't working out the way I thought it would. So I kind of took some time off to recalibrate and figure out like what I was doing wrong or what I need to do. And then I uh, started being a, uh, going by a solo, like kind of artist thing. You still perform with your band do you, or do you perform with a band? Yeah. Yeah. So basically um, I, uh, I write all the music and I can play guitar, bass, sing, and then I can write like drum parts. And then I have a, uh, my friend, Alan, he's a producer and he records me. So like, I'll, I'll like write and record my own demos at my house and then I'll take him to Alan and we'll kind of like just re-record everything that I already recorded. And then he's actually a drummer as well. So he ends up actually playing the drum parts and he'll like take my drum parts and change them. Or sometimes he'll just, you know, do something like totally different. Uh, so he's definitely like a, a collaborator and a producer um for sure he's like my dr dre you know? your doctor no, your like, dre <laughs> he's like my uh yeah he's, your dj he's Khaled. Like that, you know he's like <laughs> yeah yeah like he he's 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 uh he's my guy you know he he um he turns my songs that i write in my room into like you know he makes them sound great and edits it and just you know makes it a great product so how did you come up with that sound that you have now because you have a little bit of elements of everything you have a little bit of rock a little bit of pop a little bit of jazz yeah well uh the jazz i grew up playing jazz so it's kind of like i love jazz you know i I always try to incorporate that as much as possible um but uh, i also love rock i also love rap i it, it kind of i guess like as a kid like when i was in high school i was always making songs that had like rapping or like yelling or like beastie boys (laughs) yeah like i don't know i I was always doing stuff like that and then i think the older i've gotten like the more i've been able to uh just incorporate all the things that i like about different genres of music into my own music and i think that um you know like me and alan Alan also loves rap and he also loves rock. Like we, we're a fan of pretty much the same kind of music. So he like totally gets what I'm going for. So um, I think that we just kind of like have it, we kind of have our system down, you know, where I can come out with a song that's like only rapping, only hip hop. And then I can do another song that's like all like rock and like yelling and stuff. Cause I don't know, we're just, we're both. Okay, so, so for each, so for each, what would you say the hardest thing for you to do is, you know, like when it comes to terms of music, is it, you know the performing aspect is it the recording is it the writing i mean do you write any guitar yeah so i write or... i write all the guitar parts all right. um i love playing guitar you know i love writing like jazzy guitar parts um yeah when... you said you had a background in that in school oh sorry I mean, like what, what's the hardest part sorry what's the hardest part for you when, when in regard to putting all your music together um 
typically do you start with a hook? Do you start with a verse or how do you, how do you grasp that inspiration rather? Uh, usually, usually I start off with music. I, I think the music usually always comes first for me. Um, I'll just, you know, mess around okay. in the bar, try out some new uh, chord progressions or, or sometimes I'll, I'll just have like a melody in my head um, and I'll just try to like bring that out on the guitar or something. Um, as far as like hard, like hardest parts, uh, yeah, I think recording music is always hard because, you know, you have to do it like perfectly. Yeah. You have to redo it and redo it and redo it until you get it perfect, and that's it's got to be perfect. Yeah. yeah, I I definitely I think singing can be pretty hard as well, because like sometimes in my head I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna like sing this thing, and then I try singing it, and I'm like, whoa, that was that like, a lot. Sound. <laughs> that, that didn't sound like it did here. Yeah, yeah. I'll have like a melody in my head. I'll be like, oh, like uh, okay, like let's try it, let's try it, and then I try it, and it's like really difficult, and I suck at it, and I have to like you know, keep trying over and over again until I get it. But um, performing is, uh, I mean, I think just practicing with the band, you know, a few weeks before the tour and then performing is pretty easy. You know, just as long as you're, as long as you practice, you know, practice makes perfect. What places have uh, you gone to? Uh, I, man, this, this seems like a very like far removed aspect of my life, but like I used to tour, you know, four or five months out of the year. Damn. And um, basically every tour would just either be a full U.S. tour for a month or I've also toured in uh, England. I've done the U.K. Um, that's usually that'll be like about like two weeks because there's really not a lot of places. To is it, is it, did, so. did you tour as a solo artist or did you tour with the band? So yeah, yeah, I always bring my band with me. Um, so it's, it's just kind of like, you know, like when you go see John Mayer, you know, he's going to have a band. Yeah. Uh, so I always, I always bring a band with me. I, I've done a few solo shows where I'll just like play guitar, just meet, like sing and play guitar. But, uh, for the, for the most part, I, I always bring a band with me and, and like some of my best friends are all great musicians. So I'm lucky that I get to hire my best friends to come on tour with me and, you know, just have fun. And you're doing music full time. That's your full time career. At the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing music nice. full time since like 2018. It's living the dream, huh? Living the dream. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the dream uh, <laughs> yet, but it's it's a lot of work, and uh, it's a lot of work. It's definitely a lot of work. So, what do you think is the hardest work? part of promoting yourself? Yeah, I think uh, marketing. You know, advertising. I'm not very good at that. Like, I well, I'm 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 like I'm good in a sense but there it comes to a point where uh i need help and i actually just recently like hired somebody to help me out with marketing and advertising um but i mean the hardest part is definitely funding your own projects because i'm a i'm a independent artist yeah so you know i have to like save up money just to record an album i have to save up money just to do a music video a but lot turn, of money huh <laughs> yeah. a lot of money dude people like have no idea how like expensive this shit gets you know like yeah. my parents will be like oh you know uh they'll just curious they're like how much did this cost you and i'm like thousands of dollars and they're like, really <laughs> what that's crazy you know like but you got to spend money to make money just yeah. like any yeah the return on investment you know it's exactly yeah return on investment uh yeah yeah exactly return yeah, on come yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, basically, for the last few years, I've been able to uh, pay my bills and I've been able to fund my own projects and keep things going. So obviously, you know, 
it's it's kind of like a snowball like you just want to keep doing it and hopefully that return on investment gets a little bigger you yeah know? it gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah 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 but slowly over time you know it's it's, it's well, i mean it's a process so so from where you first started to now did you ever think you you know get at least this far from when you first began uh yeah i mean as a kid i always wanted to be a rock star so <laughs> hell yeah and i think it all comes to play with you know the mentality you got to have that mentality for this kind I, of thing i always just like saw myself being a you know a performer um it's definitely been a longer process than i anticipated uh, mm. i'm 20 i'm 26 and i've been you know going at this whole like career since i was 18. like mm. right out of high school i i I didn't go to college. I just started like trying to tour and, and I, I had like a job at like a, a pizza. There's this pizza place in my hometown called Jerry's pizza. And, uh, they, uh, they also have a basement where they put on like punk rock shows. Mm -hmm. So, or they do, they do rap, they do everything. And, uh, so I worked in the kitchen by day and I was booking the shows by night and I was like having all, you know, I was bringing in bands from all these different like Texas or all these different States. And I was kind of like building up like a little, um, like a spreadsheet of like all these different bands and contacts. So then like when I wanted to go out and tour, I'd hit those same bands up and be like, hey, remember I booked you a show at Jerry's Pizza. Do you think you can book a show for my band in your hometown? And that's how like I would go on tour. Mm. And I did that for like a really long time. But thank God now I have a booking agent, so. <laughs> you don't have to do that shit anymore. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of that stress, I'm sure. So yeah, yeah. How was my, that? Was my least favorite thing about being an artist was like yeah. booking my own shows, like hitting people up, and like, can I please play at your venue? Can I open for you? Can yeah, you have like, anyone I can open for? Oh man, pay me like that. That would yeah. always be like the best way to get a, a gig is just be like, you don't have to pay me, and they're yeah. like, oh, we don't have to pay. Yeah, okay. all right, cool, but come in. <laughs> so how <laughs> was like, how was the scene? You know how you were you were booking a lot of shows. How was the scene in Bakersfield? Uh, man, Bakersfield used to have a really great scene. Um, when I, especially when I was in high school, there used to be this promoter in Bakersfield uh, named Tim Gardia, and he put on some of the biggest events. We used to have this festival every year called Rock and Roots. Uh, we'd have like a day to remember, Dance Gavin Ooh. Dance, Pierce the Veil, like huge bands come to Bakersfield. But then uh, he, I think he moved, and we never had like big shows in Bakersfield anymore. And he actually moved at the same like around the same time that i started booking shows so i like i was kind of like one of the one of the few booking agents you were taking over uh, but but i i didn't have like the contacts that he had yeah. you know so i was only i was only booking like you know smaller bands i don't do you guys know the band hail the sun uh no i don't think so they uh they like went on tour with, like search and survive um and they go on tour like dance gavin dance they're like in that scene but when they were first starting out, I used to book all their shows in Bakersfield. They would, uh, I actually kind of like molded my um, strategies or I don't know. I, I learned a lot from that band and I saw how they were like booking shows and booking their own tours and getting like recognition on their own. And uh, so, yeah, I kind of like learned from them. But Bakersfield right now, I don't know. The scene is kind of weird. I'm not really sure if there, there like is a scene and there isn't. Um, like if I play a show in Bakersfield, you know, I have some like friends bands I can still hit up and we'll have a great show and, you know, sell out Jerry's pizza and everything. But um, I'm not sure if like people, well, I mean, obviously now in COVID-19, but like before that, I'm not sure people would just like go to a show just because, 
you know, it was something to do. I think it, there always has to be like a really big band playing or something. Oh yeah. I gotcha. We used to play in, um, well, we had a band in Yuma, Arizona. So we used to, uh, like, I, I was doing all the bookings. I would book, you know, me and my, uh, the bassist in our band would book all the bands. So, uh, you know, that was the actual spot. You didn't even, you didn't have to bring big names. You could just have local bands. Yeah. All local. Yeah. And the park would be fucking flooded. Free shows, of course, you know. Yeah. Free shows. Yeah. Bands coming. I don't know. I don't know if it is anymore. Maybe I'm, like, disconnected. or. Something. I think you need to come down and visit, you know, this area. So are you in San Diego also? I, I'm close. I'm like three hours away. I'm in Arizona now. Yuma at the yeah, border. He, yeah, uh, where, where, where were you? I was in North California. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I love Arizona. I, I was Why? Play, uh, <laughs> yeah, Why? it's a freaking desert, man. You must be out of your mind. <laughs> I don't know. I like places like Arizona, like New Mexico, you know, like I, I find it I find those places charming. Um I think in in Arizona, I usually play at this place called like 51 West or something. Is that I out in Phoenix? I think that's in Phoenix think, area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, outskirts of Phoenix. Tucson, kind of maybe. Buckeye, kind of my Buckeye. Sure. Yeah. So you, you're, are you a Mexican artist? Uh, I'm actually. Uh, so I'm half Puerto Rican, half Salvadorian. Oh, okay. So do you think you appeal to you know? the Latinos? hispanic latino community more than the american community you would say uh i don't think so i i uh, i mostly do like you know english speaking songs i have a few songs where i do sing in spanish um and that's just i'm a, I'm a fan of of, of uh, spanish music and uh I, that's kind of like my thing you know i like to make music that i'm like a fan of yeah mm -hmm. so uh yeah so I, I have like a few spanish songs um i i love you know, I obviously like I grew up in America, but, you know, growing up, going to Puerto Rico or hanging out with my Salvadorian family, you know, there's a lot of things about those cultures that oh, I love. The roots of culture. Yeah, I love I love those, you know, I love the culture and I love to celebrate it. I love to like implement it in my music, you know, it's like a nod to like my family kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, growing up in America, it's like you're American, you're, you know, I'm like a suburban American kid, but um, I definitely want to like, like I said, like celebrate the cultures that like my family grew up with, you know, cause yeah. my family, like, yeah, they grew up and they didn't, they didn't grow up in America. So I always feel like it's like a fun thing to do. It's like celebrate like the things that they grew up with. Have you, have you tried playing in Puerto Rico? Oh, no, I haven't. Dude, I that shit would be dope. Bucket <laughs> list. There you go. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, obviously there's no shows happening right now. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, in the foreseeable future. But um, man, if I got if I got if I had a way to go to Puerto Rico and play some shows, like I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. I I play in uh, Florida a lot, and there's like some bands out there that they're like Puerto Ricans, and they're they're always like telling me like, hey, like let's go to Puerto Rico, like we do can, a little like, tour. I, I, yeah. yeah, they're like they're like we can go there kind of thing. Like I know somebody who could book our shows and everything, and I'm like, interesting. Yeah, I might have to take you up on that. How are the shows in Florida? Florida is great. I love Florida. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, a lot of good things Orlando, about playing shows there. Yeah, Orlando and Miami always a great place to play. Um, I have like a lot of friends uh, that are in bands out there that also do really well. Uh, there's a band called Happy Hour and then uh, Macari. So um, I was up uh, playing with those guys whenever we're out there. So yeah, okay. Do you have a favorite place that you like to go, or is it Florida? 
Uh, I love Florida. <laughs> I love Philly. I love uh, Houston, Texas. I love. So Brooklyn. funny, funny. I don't mean to interrupt you. Funny you say Houston. So uh, the re- how I heard of you was my friend that lives in Houston. She okay. she was like, listen to this artist. He's amazing. So I heard uh, Spanish Mommy. Okay, and cool. I'm, I'm fucking in love with that song. I've played it okay. like 50 times today, Dope. just today alone. <laughs> Dude, thanks, man. I appreciate that. But yeah, she said she saw you live. Um, yeah, yeah. And dude, I, she I, took a picture with you, and she was like, "Oh my god, he's amazing!" And that's oh, how that's how her. Yeah, her name. Berenice. Berenice. Okay, I think I, I think I know her. <laughs> Maybe. I think I, I think I remember her. Berenice. Yeah. I was because people they tag me like when they take pictures of me. Yeah. And she I, play. Uh, I don't. Know, she plays soccer a lot, but and, you know. Shout out! Cool. Shout out to her, by the way. Yeah. yeah yeah shout out um yeah dude houston man every time i go out there i, I feel uh it's funny because like you, you go to a foreign city and you're like whoa i'm in this new city and then you play at some like rock club where there's like you know a few hundred people hanging out there like you know wanting to see you and obviously that's like a small percentage of the people that are actually in the whole city yeah but it's enough to make you be like oh i love it, it makes you feel like home yeah, you're in your element. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Be. I, I will straight up be like, oh, I love, uh, like I'll, I'll be like, I love Philly. Like I'll say that, <laughs> and I haven't even like explored Philly that much. I just love like playing shows there, kind of thing. Yeah, I think I saw that your actual, you know, your top listeners are probably Chicago. Yes, um, love Chicago. Chicago is probably Chicago. your number one listeners, and it's funny because I, you know, ev- almost every artist that we've interviewed has uh-huh. the biggest following from Chicago or the biggest know. listener base. Well, let's, well I mean, that, that's just like with the rap and pop, you know, I mean, yeah, elements. I haven't heard of any metal come from down there. So, I mean, yeah, there's a shit Chicago. ton of fucking metal bands from Chicago. Really? Yeah. I can't name a single I, one. I couldn't really? name them from the top of my fucking head, but I know there is. <laughs> Uh, I think, I mean, I always play at this, it's technically not Chicago. It's like a little town, like on the outskirts of Chicago, I think it's called, um, Berwyn. Okay. And yeah. I, I always play at this venue called the wire and it's like one of the dopest venues we ever play at. Like they have like the best sound, uh, the best staff, they take care of you. They got a huge like green room and uh, the shows there are always great. They've always been great. And um, it's usually people from Chicago that come out to that show. It's kind of like if you come to LA and you're playing in like the Valley or something, like people from LA are gonna go to that show. Or yeah. if, you're in, if you're in Anaheim and you're playing at Chain Reaction, people from LA are gonna come to that show. How many uh, times have you played Chain Reaction? Uh, I don't know, a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I play at Chain a bunch. Um, it's funny because the first time I ever played at Chain, I uh I actually had to pay to play. That's what we had to we had to play we had to pay too. Whiskey. No, we paid a chain reaction too. We sold what I think it was like twenty five tickets. Yeah. We had to pay two hundred and fifty dollars or something to play there. That's funny that you brought up the whiskey because that was like my first out of town show ever. I was like sixteen years old, and they they hit me up on MySpace. So like, hey, you want to play here? Dude, it's a huge scam, man. They just find kids that are young and impressionable. Yeah. They tell them, "Yeah, we'll we'll have you come play at the whiskey. You just have to stop Hollywood. 
and if you don't sell 50 tickets you can't play yeah and you actually, so you make the trip out there and shit you actually okay so you make the trip and you actually have to sign a contract that says if i don't sell if i don't hand over uh it's if, if the tickets are ten dollars and it's 50 tickets if i don't hand over 500 dollars by this date then i can't play the show or something like you have yeah. to sign the whole contract yeah it, that, that was our biggest show and we played we opened for asking alexandra asking from Andrew, first to last roman we came as romans oh, wait so you guys used to be in a band together yeah we used yeah. to be in a band what what's the band called uh it was a small band called here stands the messenger okay and you guys are out of arizona out of Arizona, yeah. But so we played that show and you know they made us sign the contract and all that bullshit. And you know, we didn't sell the tickets. So we were in Hollywood we were in Hollywood yeah. and we didn't have yeah. we didn't have like fifty percent of the tickets sold. Luckily, since it was a huge fucking band and it was sold out, we were able to sell on the line. Yeah. So we were strug we were fucking like sweating anxiety and just like, emotionally and mentally taxing. It was horrible. Like, you know, they how, how like you said, you they took advantage. Know? was that how old are you guys 17 16 no yeah. no we were out of we were out of high school no we were still in high school yeah, yeah so we, we were, were like, like 17 16, 17. that's what yeah. i'm saying man they, they go out young kids and they like it, it's always like smart to have kids you know like sell tickets for you yeah. because obviously they go to school and they're going to sell them to their friends and shit but man the way they took it to a whole other level they had they, they, made, they like, hold you hostage they're making profit on you. And on top of that, they have a bar there that they make you go and buy the alcohol at. To... They're yeah. making so much money, man. And that's... They know, they know, like, they know that you're not from that area. Yeah. They know that you, like, they know that you're going to, like, end up paying for those tickets yourself, you know? Yeah. I remember me and my friends, uh, we, like, we agreed to do it. We sold a bunch of tickets to our friends and we brought our friends with us. And then we like we we sold we were my friend was selling like monster energy drinks and candy at lunchtime to make up for the rest of the money. <laughs> and so we paid, you know, and then and then when we actually played the show, the only people in the audience were our friends that we brought. Oh, that's bullshit. You know, that's still fans. cool because at least you got those loyal ass friends that are going to be there for you to support that, yeah, you. I mean, it's you awesome know? that you have your that's loyal cool friends, but fuck. it's bullshit that you hustled so hard for just but to play in front of your friends. It's 100% a learning experience because obviously, like, I never wanted to do that again. Uh, and then you also realize you're like, whoa, like, every other band that's on this bill also paid for their own tickets. Imagine how much so money. This huge scam, you know? Yeah. My, my dad. Uh, <laughs> My dad loves to say uh, ladrones, like people are like, you know, like, robbers, yeah, robbers, you know. And I'm just <laughs> thinking about like that's probably what he that's probably what he'd be saying right now if I was telling him this. Ladrones, yes, yeah. <laughs> I told you. It's like it's yeah. like Avon. I'm gonna start recruiting, you know, young kids <laughs> sell my Avon tickets. Oh, so I brought this up because because uh, I used to pay to play at Chain Reaction. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, now I don't have to do that. So. so when 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 were you when when was the band um, playing in Chain Reaction? Because you played with your band, right? Chain Reaction, yeah, or was it just the you? First time I ever played a Chain Reaction, I think it was probably 2012 um, with my band at the time, uh, Terra Live. And you know uh, that name sounds so familiar, and I feel like we played a lineup when we played at Chain Reaction. I feel like we played with you guys really it was a it was just local bands and it was like maybe a lineup of like maybe six or seven 
I always played with this band. So my my best friends in the world, they they were in a band called Welcome to Limerick, and we'd always play with them. It'd always be Terra Live and Welcome to Limerick. Like we'd always try to figure out where we could play together, kind of thing. So I need to find that flyer. I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look that shit up. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I dude, I've played with a billion bands. Like yeah, yeah. So all right, so let's get back to music. So who's who are your top inspirations right now? Man, uh, everyone that knows me, they know Drake's my my number one. Drake's my <laughs> of all time. Get you in your feels and like shit or what? <laughs> yep, Drake's my favorite. Um, always been a fan of like Taking you know, Back Sunday. Like, uh, Taking Back Sunday, Dance Gavin Dance, mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy, uh, just that whole like scene, that whole era. Pierce the Veil even. Uh, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean's always the number one. Uh, Downcast, the matches, yep. first to last. Don't worry, <laughs> yep. I did my homework. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. This is <laughs> this isn't your interview, Jake. <laughs> Goddamn. There's, so there's so many artists that I love, and like sometimes I forget to like bring them up. But yeah, I love uh, Outcast. I love the matches. The matches one of my favorite bands growing up. Um, I really just I love a lot of bands in that scene. You're very diverse in that for sure. So that's 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 one aspect we can definitely appreciate about. It. Totally, yeah, totally. I don't know. I I never um, I never really felt like like I was a fan of one genre. I mean, obviously I'm a fan of rock and, and hip hop, but you know, just I, I'm more of a fan of just you know listening to something that makes me feel something. Yeah, you know? that's why yeah. I love Jerry so much. Like he's always made me feel so many different emotions he has a song about everything and every feeling and every yeah, yeah i love that i love that it's it's like it's the perfect soundtrack to the human experience yep. you know because one minute you you feel very boastful um you feel like very confident you feel like you want to like you know show off and then the next minute you're like insecure about something or you're or you're heartbroken or you're heartbroken or something you know like i love that he's so vulnerable and he's versatile and you know and then next minute he's got like a song where you're like dancing and yeah well it kind of goes to show you know you're so diverse and well what you listen to and yeah. you listen to your music and it's so diverse and you know the lyrics are deep and you know you also yeah. have those you know poppier you know i do yeah yeah it's funny because like you can read what another person likes. So if I meet somebody and they're like, oh, what does your music sound like? And I, I'm kind of like reading them. I'll show them Spanish Mommy. And I know like, oh, this is somebody who's going to like Spanish Mommy. And then they're, they're going to hear it like, oh my God, this is good. Whoa, this is <laughs> but then if I if I read somebody else who's like more, it's like rock and like heavy shit, maybe I'll show, I have like a song called Poetry that's like yeah. predominantly like yelling and kind of it's a little bit more aggressive than my other song i'll show them that's a little more brand new type status yeah 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 and they'll be like oh dang this is Todd. i like this and like they're totally you know sort of different it completely different. yeah yeah it sounds like it's like two different artists kind of thing okay well um so you have three albums yes i got which three one of those is your favorite like i know you love them all obviously you made them but which one is like you know what i'm more proud of this one you know uh my last my last album i think my second album is like a really good cohesive project uh as far as like listening from it uh front to back and i think my third album i kind of rushed it a little bit i wanted to i I wanted to release a new album every year so i kind of rushed it a little bit i ended up adding two songs at the end of the album that were actually like older songs that uh i made when i was still going by terror live 
Oh, those ones locked away in the vault. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, I just <laughs> I threw those on there just to make it an even 10 songs. But uh, I, I'm definitely the most proud of that album. I think the stuff I did on that album was uh, the most like experimenting I've done. And um, that's Once Upon a, a Time in Bakersfield? Yeah. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Bakersfield. There, there's a song on that album um, called A Child a child's garden of verses and like it's like this like entire like symphonic song and uh i grew up playing an orchestra so it was it was fun for me to get to like write like orchestras you know like violins and cellos and stuff and um and then at the very end of the song we know we threw in this like pretty like heavy like rock breakdown so that's like that's like stuff you know i, I want to do like more theatrical stuff you yeah. know and i think that's like the most theatrical song i've ever written so definitely okay. proud of that album the most so now you've, you've also done collaborations too right yeah yeah i've done a lot of collabs especially recently man um with uh kurt travis and uh what was it strawberry girls yeah that yeah, was your latest yeah. release right yeah. yeah uh yeah i i um i just did a song with kurt and donovan from hail the sun uh that's my multiverse part two song and then I've done songs with Strawberry Girls. I actually just did a new song with Strawberry Girls. Nice. Uh, like yesterday. I, I just did it yesterday. So I'm excited for that to come out. Um, and I, I collaborate a lot with this band called Marionette. They're my friends from Vegas. And I just did a song on their new album as well. Um, a lot of stuff with Kurt. I've done like his last album. I did a few songs with him and he always does songs with me. And um, yeah, I, I did a song with Tyler Carter on my last album. So, so that's cool. you said you want to release a new album every year. So what's coming out in 2020? You know, yeah. I, I was planning on doing it, but um, the whole like the whole COVID-19 thing, man, it's like the, to me, like releasing an album every year, it's got to go with touring, you know, like the whole point yeah. is to like, tour promote it tour, promote, you know yeah. what I mean? so like I, I like to keep busy but um the fact that i can't tour this year i don't think i'm going to release an album this year just because i feel like i it, it'd be a lot better if i released an album when i can tour because it's like i release an album and then i won't even be able to like you know do the footwork to promote it you're breaking my heart you're breaking my heart <laughs> well, at least, with, at least I, with all this downtime you're able to, to to do all those collaborations to to, to write all your music that way when shit starts popping off again and you're, you're able yeah, to do it, the you're exposure like, part of it yeah i got a yeah. bag of tricks and i'm about to sh just drop it on you exactly yeah i i'm like i'm i'm like 10 songs deep into an album right now so i definitely like i have an album written i have a new album written i think i want to write a few more songs probably hopefully if i can tour next year maybe release the next year but in Are the meantime gonna... like you said I, i'm still doing uh collaborations so i think this Strawberry Girl song probably might come out this year. And then I've, I've done a bunch of other collaborations these last few weeks that are probably going to come out this year. So, so are I've you a, are you releasing singles? Are you going to release any singles coming up? I don't I don't think so. I'm not You're just going to keep not, everyone in suspense. Man, yeah, I, I, uh, I think I'm just going to I'm going to have like the collaboration songs come out. Those will be singles. Um, but I think I, I usually like to release uh, like the singles closer to the album release just so it's like kind of like a big snowball like mm -hmm. you know single for a few weeks with the music video and then another single with the music video and then leading up to like the album release so it's damn just you like, just like dangling the carrot don't you man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i like to uh 
I got to think about these things. You know, I have yeah. to make everything very strategic because at the end of the day, it's like you're spending 15 grand to 20 grand on, on producing an album. Oh yeah, whole album. You got to make make yep. sure it's worth it for you. So it's like, it's all got to be strategic yeah. if you're going to spend all that money kind of thing, you know? So but hopefully, hopefully next year, man, I like to, I like to, if, if touring doesn't pick up next year, I'll probably release the album sometime next year. I mean, and you at least you could work on your exposure right now and just start promoting yourself, promote yourself as much as you can. So, yeah, yeah, I've been doing that. I Like I said, like I hired this marketing guy and he's been helping me out and we've been advertising like some videos and some songs and like Spotify and stuff. So yeah, just, just trying to keep busy and just figure out like, you know, nowadays everything's on the internet and uh, people can make a living just on the internet yeah. you know, just by getting on their computer and stuff so it's like definitely like researching a lot of that stuff and, and trying to tap into that kind of thing yeah that makes sense so how did you come up with the ideas of your photo shoots <laughs> a photo shoot? yeah your photo shoots i need to know i'm a pretty I, I i'm honestly a very goofy guy like you know that's like my nature i also i did theater in high school so um I'm just a fan of being like silly and theatrical. Uh, so um, I always think like, you know, I, I like to wear like a like a fun outfit or uh, just be silly. Um, with the last photo shoot I did, I was specifically like walking around. Uh, there's a town called Orange. And uh, I was walking around that town with my friend and we stopped at a thrift store and I saw that outfit the with the uh, the stripes the red and white stripes. Yeah. yeah and i was like that's a fun outfit i think i'm gonna buy it <laughs> so i bought that outfit and um i bought the little hat and everything and i was like this is a cool like fun outfit you know i kind of like reinventing yourself uh obviously i did the shoot where i'm like a superhero yeah um and uh that's <laughs> with the a that was awesome <laughs> it's just it's just fun it's just i just i like being fun and goofy you know so no to match the album it was perfect you know the heroes villains and other and all that other jazz yeah yeah jazz. heroes villains and all that jazz yeah yeah so, so my I like, I like to be theatrical yeah you know? my niece was like i was like hey did you listen to to the artist we're gonna have on the podcast and she was uh, like no, is he like a magician or something? <laughs> I was like, no, watch. So I played, I played Spanish mommy, of course, because that's my I favorite. Think, I think my latest picture on Spotify, I think I look like a magician. Oh, the one where you're like that? Yeah, I bought, I bought this like really nice. Uh, it's, it's like uh, there's this place called um, Top Man. It's, it's like a, it's like a UK store, but they have it like in Nordstrom, and like every year. Their, their, their shit's really expensive. Oh, so, hell, like, hell yeah. Super expensive. Yeah. So every year, like, I'll see the, I'll see, like, some of the stuff they have there. I'm like, man, that's dope. Like, how <laughs> expensive, but dope. And I, I kind of, like, save up money. Cause I mean, you got to think about image. You got to think about, like, looking yeah. nice. So I'll save up money and, like, I'll buy, like, one thing from Top Man every year that, like, uh, I'm planning on wearing, like, at a show or, like, for a photo shoot kind of thing. So I saw that outfit. It was the, um, it was the the suit with the pants and there's like flowers all over it and i was like yeah. dude gotta have that you know yeah all right well that's all i got um jake do you have any more questions no i think we've covered everything man you know you've been a pleasure to have on the show um do you have anything that you'd like to tell your fans or you want to say to us or whoever else is listening i mean hey much love for having me uh i appreciate it i always like doing you know stuff like this uh and obviously you know you guys are helping me out so uh, i appreciate that 
And uh, any uh, any fans or supporters out there, you know, thanks for continuing to listen to uh, uh, the music. Obviously, you know, I'm not stopping anytime soon, so I'll, I'll have a few, you know, songs with other artists coming out this year and uh, hopefully album next year. And uh, just, you know, hope everybody is staying safe and staying sane. Awesome. Definitely. Well, thank you again for coming on. Hey, well, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, man. You guys take it easy. Thank you. Too. All right, later. That was freaking awesome. Yeah, that was great. Andres is the shit, dude. I really think that he's got a really good going, but really good thing going. For really him. good going. Yeah. Really, he's yeah. really good going. Really good going. Um, no, he's, he's doing freaking phenomenal, and it's kind of inspiring. You know, that's that's dude's full time job essentially. Dude, imagine the life of being able to pay all your bills, being able to you know afford to make new music and just focusing on music Man. did you hear how much he had to pay for his recording sessions and his albums and all that 15 shit? grand 15 grand for goes a to fucking show. album goes to fucking show if you're trying to make music it's not easy it's not cheap and you need to value the artist you need to buy their shit you know stream their music legally do not download any illegal shit and I, I'm guilty of it. I've done it back when with LimeWire. I don't know if you remember LimeWire. That's where I used to get all my shit. Nope, yeah. I've never broke a law in my entire life. Shut Mario. the fuck up, bro. Your mom knows you've broken laws. Don't try to protect yourself. <laughs> Wait. Weren't you with me when I got my DUI? Exactly. Don't talk about that. <laughs> exactly. Right at his goddamn wedding. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So buy people's stuff, merch, everything. Everything helps. You know, it allows them to make music. Because this shit ain't cheap. Recording time, everything costs money. They put their heart, their soul, their energy, their time, money. They probably don't even have into this. Waiting for that return on investment. Support your local musicians, man. Support yeah. the people that you know that you've grown up with that are doing this. Yeah help them get out there don't take it for granted either you know like like anyone services you know who's ever is it who's we know i know we talk about music but you know graphic designers or artists Weird. and stuff like that you know don't just ask for free stuff because you know them you know porn stars porn stars don't ask for free blowjobs because you know them uh, pay them you know pay them what they're what they deserve <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to girls only fans you know you know what i mean just got to do it just got to do it pay the five dollars a month whatever that, premium, whatever it costs. that premium you know don't do it <laughs> don't do that do it for the music if anything god shit you could be listening to some undress while watching you know some only fans you could be listening to some trey songs while uh, I, I, listening to okay i thought you I didn't hear you correctly the first time around. Like, you never hear me correctly. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, be safe, and we'll, you'll hear from, hear from. Oh my God! You'll hear from us. You'll hear from us. You're here. You'll. Oh my God! I can't even say it. We'll be back in a week, guys. Yes. Give us a break. That's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Be safe. We love you guys. <laughs>